0: Hello. Today we're going to be reading chapter 5 and 6 of Finway and Hattie. I hope you're enjoying it so far. Chapter 5. When it's morning time outside, the doorbell sounds again. Intruders. Watch out, I bark, rushing over. A vicious dog is on patrol. Despite the very obvious risk of danger, Fitchman opens the front door. A lady human is standing on the porch. Next to her is a short human, about the same size as Hattie. She's wearing a cap exactly like Fetch Man's, only hers has a long wavy tail hanging out the back. Hello, the lady human sings. She's holding a basket that smells like warm muffins with cinnamon. Wowee, I bark running in circles. Muffins, muffins, I love muffins. Muffin lady laughs a friendly laugh and talks for a bit neighbor i hear her say food lady hurries over full of happy chatter i hear her say neighbor too she welcomes them inside i jump on their legs sniffing furiously the short human smells amazing like bubble gum and fetchman's fat leather glove and dogs golden retriever and in another breed i can't quite identify muffin lady smells even more strongly of dogs Familiar dogs. Hmm. Food lady is smiling at Muffin Lady like she's her best friend. Did I mention she's carrying a basket of muffins? And they smell so warm and cinnamony. I leap higher and higher, my paw batting her knee. Muffin Lady startles, but sadly, not even one muffin spills out of the basket. Finway! Fetchman scolds. He turns to Muffin Lady, shrugging sheepishly. Puppy, I hear him say. (sighs) Muffin Lady laughs again and says, rambunctious. That must mean she likes me, because she stoops down and scratches behind my ears. My humans are winching in horror. What do they have against a dog making new friends? Food Lady snatches the basket and wraps it in her arms like she's trying to protect it. Fetchman rushes to the stairs and calls for Hattie. What didn't I think of that? Hattie! Hattie! I race over. Great news! Muffins! Hattie arrives and steps into the lounging place. I trot along behind her, my tail swishing wildly. Fetchman puts his hand on her shoulder. Hattie! he announces. Muffin Lady grins and taps the cap of the other short human. Angel! she says angel glances at hattie she mutters something like a greeting then her gaze drops to her feet hattie edges closer smiling and hopeful but when angel does not look up hattie smells disappointed next thing i know food lady herds everyone down the perfect running surface and into the eating place except me i slump down on the carpet outside the doorway the humans gather around the table Pretty soon, they're all chattering, having a good time, and munching on those muffins. The warm scent of cinnamon taunts my nostrils. My eyes spot lovely crumbles near Hattie's feet. My belly aches. I'm hungry, too, you know. I whine, looking at them with sad eyes. And I sure do love muffins. Muffin Lady and Angel glance over with puzzled faces like they've never seen a starving dog before. Hattie grabs a muffin and starts to get up. Oh, here it comes. I spring up in happy anticipation. I slurp my chops. But Muffin Lady holds out her arm and Hattie sits back down. Training? Muffin Lady asks. Food Lady and Fetchman look embarrassed. Fetchman tru- shrugs. Too busy, Food Lady says. What could it mean? It can't be good because Hattie has clearly given up on bringing me that muffin. <sighs> Instead, she stares straight at me and leans out over her knees. Finway, she calls in a sweet voice. <sighs> Whoa, is she nuts? Does she actually think I'm going to run onto that wicked floor? <sighs> I slink back down and lower my head, my gaze firmly on my short human. Muffin Lady pats Hattie's arm and nods in approval. Hattie holds out a chunk of muffin. Finway, she calls, even sweeter this time. That muffin looks so yummy. I sink down deeper into the cushy carpeting, my tummy empty and rumbling. She's supposed to bring it to me. It's all so horrible. Plus, they're having fun without me. There must be something I can do. I get up and wander around, trying to think. And Before I know it, "'I'm at the sliding door. Aha! Why didn't I think of it sooner? "'Hurry, hurry!' I wail, jumping up and scratching the screen. "'Somebody let me out right now!' "'It works. Hattie and Angel appear at my side. "'They open the door and we all zoom through. "'The short humans blast down the steps and I'm right behind them. "'I'm ready for fun. "'The grass is wet and puddly. "'Still no signs of other dogs, but it could be worse.' At least there are no squirrels. Hattie and Angel have a head start, but I'm up for the chase. I'm hot on their heels as they run through the grass. Of course, I'd rather be chased than be the chaser, but sometimes it's okay to mix things up. But when Hattie and Angel get to the giant tree, they stop. I get a bad feeling. Hattie points at the way up high leafy branches. She shows Angel the laddery steps on the back of the trunk. As I'm Barreling over, Hattie starts climbing. Come on, she says. Angel smiles, but she smells hesitant. I leap up, pawing the bottom rung. No fair, Hattie, I bark. We can't play chase up there. Come on, Hattie says again from halfway up the trunk. She's obviously heading for that little squirrel house again. I collapse into the soggy grass with a groan. Angel sighs, then begins climbing up after Hattie. I'm still watching long after the short humans disappear into the leafy leaves. I'm about to go sniff around some more, but then my ears perk to wonderful jingly sounds. Hooray! Hooray! Dogs are coming! I get up and trot over to the fence. Through the slats, I see two of them romping around in the dog park next door. Um, hey, hello, I call. The dogs stop mid-romp and gallop over. Fenway, says the white one in her lovely voice. "I told you he'd be back," says the golden. "Sure enough, it's those same two ladies. Are they the only two visitors to that dog park? And why don't they come to this one?" <laughs> "Great memory," I say. "So, uh, have you two been coming here for always?" <sighs> they exchange glances, then look back at me. "What do you mean? We live here," Goldie says. I cock my head. You live in a dog park? (sighs) Goldie gets an irritated look and opens her mouth. But before she can answer, Patches says, Was that our short human you were playing chase with just now? What? No, it was mine, Hattie. Remember? Oh, we remember, Goldie says with a growl. Hmm, how did you say it? Super best friends? You do everything together? Isn't that right? Patches rolls her eyes at Goldie, then turns back to me. I meant Angel. Wow, she's your short human? No wonder she smelled like Golden Retriever and whatever kind of dog Patches is. Well, she used to be, Goldie says. I look at her sideways. Isn't she still? Technically, yes, but things change. Patches lowers her head. In the beginning, she was fun, a lot like your Hattie. We'd walk to the river and play fetch. I believe it was the pond. And we played frisbee, Goldie corrects. Fact is, Petcha says, a faraway gleam in her eye, she used to be great. I thought she would always stay that way. Goldie scowls. I knew it wouldn't last. As I recall, you were awfully fond of her, Petcha says. We both were. She had a lot of potential, like most short humans, Goldie says. It's so tragic, Petcha says. Short humans never stay interested in anything for very long. Ah, <sighs> Sad but true, Goldie huffs. They go from one thing to another without even looking back. Nowadays, she acts like we're not even here, Petcha says, a little yelp in her voice. Goldie paws the ground. She's totally forgotten about the good times we used to have. Gee, that's such a bummer for you, I say. But not all short humans are like that. Hattie's different. Goldie snorts. Are you sure about that? You don't know her. She's completely devoted to me, I insist. She's the best short human ever. Maybe that's how it was before, Goldie says, drawing out the last word. But it doesn't look that way. like that way now are you talking about I say but when I gaze up into the giant tree I have my answer Hattie's smiling face is poking out of the squirrel house window without me and a massive boulder crushes my heart chapter six Hattie and Angel stay up in the squirrel house for a long, long time. I curl up in the cool grass while Goldie and Patches wander away, muttering to each other. I wait and wait until finally the leafy leaves whoosh, the, the branches sway, and two pairs of feet are scaling down the giant tree. Yippee! I leap as high as I can, pawing furiously at the bottom rung. That's my short human, I bark. I know you'd come back. Patty reaches the laddery step just above my head, then jumps. Whee! She shouts, landing in the grass with a giggle. Angel looks like she wants to jump too, but changes her mind. She continues climbing down as I'm springing up. My brown paw swipes Angel's calf, and somehow she loses her footing. Oh no! She wails. I back away as she falls, landing. Splat! On the ground. Hattie rushes to Angel's side, her face full of concern. Ow! Angel cries. She rubs her bum, scowling at me. She gets to her feet and dusts off her clothes. All right, she says to Hattie. Hattie looks relieved. Next thing I know, the short humans are heading for the back porch. I bound after them. Hey, wait for me! Angel punches her palm a couple of times. Ball? She asks. Her long, wavy hair hangs out the back of her cap like a squirrel's tail. Hattie shakes her head. Jump rope, she says. Angel scrunches up her face. Nah, she says. She pauses for a moment, her gaze wandering. Then her shoulders sink and she disappears through the door. Hattie sighs. She smells disappointed. Don't feel bad, Hattie. I bark, dancing around her feet. We're in the dog park. It's time to play. I shoot out into the grass. But instead of chasing me, Hattie trudges right on by. Try to catch me, I bark, zooming along ahead of her, straight to the giant tree. Hattie grabs onto a high rung and starts climbing. I watch until her feet disappear, my tail drooping. I sink back down. My Hattie does not belong in a tree. My Hattie belongs down here in the grass, chasing me or scooping me into her arms and showering me with kisses, laughing, having the time of her life, protesting when Fetch Man makes us leave the dog park to go home. That's my Hattie. But this Hattie is up in that giant tree again. Does she really want to hang out with those nasty squirrels? With no loyal dog to keep her safe and protect her from grave danger? What if something bad happens to her? Hey, wait a minute. That's it. I run in circles. I know how to get my Hattie back. After all, I'm a professional. I'll save her from dangerous squirrels and evil humans. Why didn't I think of it sooner? It's the best idea ever. She'll remember how important I am, and she'll change back to how she was before. She'll be my Hattie again, like she's supposed to be. I spin and spin, every hair on my body itching to get to work. I'll be on guard for the right opportunity. It's only a matter of time. The next day, I follow Hattie around the house. When danger strikes, I'll be ready. Hattie fishes the long jump rope out of her backpack. She zooms into the bathtub room where Food Lady is hanging a wide curtain. Hattie holds out the jump rope. Please, she begs. Food Lady shi- sighs and shakes her head. Hattie's shoulders slump. We hop down the stairs. Fetchman is in the lounging place, banging on the wall. When Hattie calls out to him, he turns around. She shows him the jump rope. Please, she begs. <sighs> Fetch sighs too. He puts a hand on Hattie's shoulder. He speaks to her in a gentle, hopeful voice. I catch one word. Angel? Hattie grimaces. She smells discouraged. I know how she feels. So far, nothing around her looks or smells the least bit dangerous. I'm starting to think my plan to save her isn't going to work when that terrifying sound comes from the front door again. Ding dong. I spring into action. Warning, warning, I bark, bravely rushing to the source of the danger. Nobody go near that door. Fetchman Man heads right toward it like he didn't even hear me. Watch out, I bark. It's probably a grave threat to our safety. Aha, a grave threat. This is my big chance to save Hattie. I hurry over to her. Bad news. We're all in jeopardy. Stay where you are. I'll protect you. I race back to fetch me and growling and snarling, totally ignoring me. He opens the door like nothing is wrong. Stand back, I bark. I can handle this. I'm a professional. And Sure enough, standing in front of us is an evil human wearing a hard hat on his head and dirty boots on his feet. He's carrying a bag that's heavy and bulging, one whiff reveals German Shepherd and telephone poles and a hint of ham sandwich with mustard. And that's not all. He's whistling, a sure sign of trouble. Fetchman greets the evil human with a cheery voice, like he's happy to see him. He invites him right in, completely unfazed by my growls. Be forewarned, I bark at the intruder. Don't take one step toward that short human over by the couch. The evil human breezes right by, as if he's not even the least bit intimidated. He strolls into the lounging place, straight towards Hattie. Fetchman and I follow. He's gritting his teeth. I'm bearing mine. I'm ready to nip at some heels if it comes to that. At the flashing screen wall, the evil human stops. He stares at it for a second, even though it's black and not flashing. He squats down and opens his bag. He takes out snaky wires and... Gary Tools! Oh, I knew there'd be trouble. Stop right there, buddy! I bark, flinging myself at his leg. There'll be none of those loud noises while I'm around. Fetchman crosses his arms. Hattie! He snaps as she rushes over right into the path of danger. Hey, Fetchman is sabotaging my plan. Or is he? Get out of the way, Hattie! I've got this! I bark, thrusting out my chest. This is no place for a short human. Just then, a hand reaches down and rubs my head. Fella, says a strange but friendly voice. The evil human! What is he trying to do? Throw me off my game? "Finway, Finway!" Hattie says, backing away and clapping. She clearly wants to play. Not now, Hattie, I bark. Can't you see how busy I am? She claps louder. "Finway!" Hattie says. This time she sounds annoyed. What's going on? This is not part of the plan. Hattie, I'm trying to protect you from this evil human who has invaded our home. I bark and whoa. The menace revs up the roaring tool. I lunge toward his arm, stopping a safe distance from the ear-splitting sound. Put that thing down before somebody gets hurt. Hattie's hands close around my torso way! she cries. Cut it out, Hattie. I bark as she lifts me up and away from the evil human. I'm supposed to be the one saving you. Oh, and that's not the only problem. Hattie smells different, frustrated. She mutters something to fetch me over her shoulder. She carries me out of the lounging place. Why isn't she happy that her loyal dog is trying to protect her? She keeps on walking to the sliding door. When she opens it, I finally realize what's going on. We're going outside to the dog park! She sits me down on the porch and gazes into my eyes. She points her finger at me. Finway, she says, her voice serious. This is something important she wants me to know. Probably that she's completely devoted to me and nothing will ever come between us. And it hits me. My plan worked! We're going to play! Same as always! Hooray! Hooray! My Hattie's back! But then a terrible thing happens. She opens the door and goes back inside. Without me!